Hello and welcome back to the Finger Guns podcast with Tony, Dave, and James. This is your fearless intro leader. I'm going to call myself from now on. Uh, Jimmy, Big Jimmy. Coming, Big Jim, man. Coming in. Coming in, Big you're not, Jim. You're Big not Jim, Jim swimming. Swi- swimming? <laughs> Swinging. <laughs> swimming Jim. Swimming Jim. Big yeah. Jim is Jim Cameron. You can't take his name. Fuck, that's right. Yeah, no, he <laughs> still be, owes me a slap across the face anyway. You can be Jimmy Swimming or... Well, I'll, I'll, be, I'll be Jimmy Jr. Yeah, you be Jimmy uh, Jr. <laughs> and as always, I'm joined with... Big Tasty Tony P. Excellent. And disheveled Dave. Disheveled Dave. I'm very disheveled. Yeah, I don't you know. I feel fucking like haircut, boss. I, yeah. You do. Yeah. It's, I, we're and my my beard is starting to kind of like go into my mouth. Yeah. The I beard. Don't think I, was, I can see your upper lip, pal. What's up? Yeah. The beard. I was less concerned about the hair growing over your ears and heading towards mullet land. I am getting slightly concerned about. I was thinking about just shaving it. Do it. Am I just the sides though? Just the sides. <laughs> yeah. Leave yeah. the top. Yeah. Leave a proper mullet. I was. I was still. I was trying to grow it for you, man. What? I was trying to grow it out for you. In solidarity with the lack of my hair? What? So you could take it. Oh, so, I could, so you're making a wig for me. I greatly appreciate that. I, I hope so. I think. I hope so. It's a little more salt and peppery than I think I'd like. Hey, beggars can't be choosers. <laughs> yeah, at this it's point, what the man. fuck? Fine. That's fine. Yeah. Um, we got a big one tonight. Yes, we're it's changing been... up formats because we got too many fucking movies to talk about today. Woo! So you want to get into it? Want to do. do some shit? Yeah, let's do it. Let's get her. Finger guns. All right. So the first bit. I think we're going to jump right into our coverage of Hot Dogs, the Toronto Hot Dogs Film Festival. Yes, the 30th anniversary. Uh, good Big for 30. them. Good for them. It just ended yesterday. Yeah. Uh, I believe by the time you listen to this, this will be the last day to uh, watch them online. Correct. Um, but we got a we got a handful of screeners. Yeah. Uh, we didn't go as hard as last year, um, no. but we got a handful. Good handful. So, uh, Tony. You were the one that kept us kept us going on this. Start us off. Dealer's choice, buddy. You pick one. Uh, let's go with one that I know I just watched. Yeah. Because you guys don't like three-hour documentaries. This Certainly don't. <laughs> this is true. That is the American Gladiators documentary. Yeah. I love ESPN's that that's 30 for 30. I love that that's the title. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's, just, it's just a dirty joke title. Yeah. I, yeah, I saw that runtime and went... <sighs> That one's Tony only. I can't. And I, I'm not committing to three hours of a doc. I can really sum this up for you. I, I don't yeah. even need to go into great oh, detail. Oh, TLDR. Okay, right? go. Yeah, yeah. It is literally from how it was introduced. Yeah. The rise. Yeah. The fall. Yeah. The reboot. Yeah. The fall. Yeah. <laughs> and the future. <laughs> great. Well, it's a two-part documentary. Isn't it, it is a two-part documentary, and I'm oh. glad that it was a two-part documentary because so does, yeah. it, does it cut? Uh. It does cut. It okay. does cut. It cuts cuts right in the middle. So uh, I could just hit pause and, uh, and come back and treat it like a two parter. <laughs> exactly. Okay, because I was going to say like three hours is egregiously long for a dog, but a two part makes sense. Two parts for sure. And uh, this was really nostalgic for me because I remember uh, coming home from school and seeing reruns of American Gladiators on like TBS and like Fox and like that kind of thing back in the day. Wasn't on and, Spike? That seems like oh, something it was on. It on. was definitely on Spike. That's definitely where I watched it for sure. Um, it was pretty great. I'm not going to lie. Uh, it was a little bit long winded in parts and stuff. Um, 
but I really, what I really enjoyed because it was very timely, uh, was the fact that they, they said how American gladiators came to be on, on air. And it was around the time the writer's strike was happening in the 1988. Right. So oh, yeah, that was co- like the worst one. Yeah. yeah. So they needed content. Hence American gladiators. Was right. Goes on, yeah. goes on for seven, seven seasons, gets canceled. Everyone's really upset about it. Sure. And then, uh, Fast forward to 2008 and mm. another writer strikes going on. They need content. Why not reboot American <laughs> gladiators? Right. Falls flat on its face. Of course. Um, but it's really funny because now as we are in the midst of another writer strike. It's true. Who, look out. You never know. September. Yeah. And, and you know, like, inter- like in that vein too. Interestingly enough, there's been like sort of like a, a, a rebirth or a rise of sort of physical activity shows like physical 100 was huge. Yeah. And like, yeah. And the uh, what was the other one? The Tough Rock. As nails. Tough as nails. The Rock yeah. had one too one yes. that I was the really that, one, was, yeah. that I was really into as well. And uh, but going switching back to American Gladiators and uh, just really like diving d- deep into what was American Gladiators. And it reminded me a lot of uh, WWE and like what mm. wrestlers go through and mm-hmm. everything, because like this guy, uh, John Fierro, who, who led American Gladiators, he was just a big, like Elvis impersonating Vince McMahon at the end oh, of the day. Cool. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Doesn't really pay them properly. Doesn't really give them sure. health care. Like yeah. that kind of thing. He's a real dick. It was WWE. Um, yeah. But yeah, that's that's basically all I got really is really it, to say about it. Is it um, true he was an American Gladiator? Did you see him? No, he did not. I because did not I heard see he's him. an American Gladiator. I wouldn't doubt it, man. That's actually really funny. He he was not in the documentary. John okay. C. McGinley. Oh yeah. fuck, I didn't know that. Yeah, apparently he was on American Gladiators. <laughs> and that's and that's funny that you say that because once American Gladiators ended for like um for the seventh season, one of the gladiators went to wrestle. Oh, using the yeah. same name sure. as he was yeah. as a gladiator. So that was pretty funny. What was his name? Um, his name was Malibu. Oh, okay. Yeah. Ironically enough, he was the best subject in the documentary. Mm. Yeah. Is that a bad yeah. thing that I was going to guess Chris Benoit? <laughs> I was going to say Macho Man Randy Savage. <laughs> Definitely seek it out. It's. Yeah. Uh, I think it comes on at the end of the month on ESPN. Nice. Two, part, two, parts, two parts. So yep. it'll be a two night thing. And, uh, awesome. Yeah. No, it sounds fun. I'd like, I've, I've only vaguely known about American Gladiator, so it seems like something that could be like an interesting. It's definitely an interesting deep dive into yeah. it. I really enjoyed, like, because like I didn't really know. I was just a little mm. kid watching fucking reruns and mm. watching bitches get fucked up, basically. Yeah. Um. But and and to 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 that to that point, they actually go into like the uh, the injuries and stuff, and like how like this guy was on like a catapult, and right. like, this other guy just comes and fucking swings and kicks. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. What do you think was gonna happen? He's yeah. like, he said his knee hit his chin, and of course, like, of course, <laughs> of course, it's rough. <laughs> oh man, rough. To seek it out, guys. Yeah, yeah. Definitely all right, it's on, it's on rough. the list. Now that yeah. I know that it's a two parter, <laughs> it feels very much more chewable than, exactly. than three hours. The OJ documentary, one of the finest documentaries I've ever seen, is like sure. a ten hour documentary. Yeah. It's five parts, but it's like ten hours. Five parts. We can get behind that. All right. I'm just I'm just saying that's like one of the finest documentaries. Or you can I've just watch seen. the People versus OJ Simpson. And that's even longer. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, it might be the same length. Yeah, but you can really get into it. That's with Cuba. They came out the same year. Such a good. It's true. It was a good companion. That was, that was good TV. That was that was peak TV. But uh, what are we hitting next? Yeah, what are we hitting next, Tony? 
Uh, where do you guys want to go? If you can't tell, Tony watched the bulk of these movies, uh, so we're just giving him all the power in this. Yeah, all, the power. all of it. I'm letting uh, you. I'm letting you guide the conversation. Let's uh, let's talk a little bit about the mafia, Lebanese Burger Mafia. Yeah, Ooh. the Burger Mafia. All right, Dave, you saw this one, did you not? I did. What is Lebanese Burger Mafia? It is a. Uh, it's kind of tongue in cheek, kind of serious, and it's just about uh, the Burger Baron restaurant chain, which started in Calgary, uh, kind of as like an answer to McDonald's since it hadn't expanded into Canada yet. Yep. So what would that be? 50s, 60s? 60s. 60s. 60s, yeah. And kind of does a deep dive into that and then kind of goes in a bunch of different directions, which was my issue with it, but then it kind of goes around and you kind of find out that it started with a white guy starting it, but then he sold it to a Lebanese guy and then he didn't even sell it. He didn't even sell it. So gave it, he he gave it to him. Nope. How did uh, did this go? So he made, um, so I don't remember his name right now. Um, it was McDonald, 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 uh, he started, he started the burger baron. Yeah. As a response to McDonald's being in the States and he saw Canada as like a prime virgin area to expand and really like push into fast food. Yeah. Because McDonald's McDonald's wasn't getting there yet, which he was incredibly successful in the beginning. Of course. Um, he made a series of missteps in terms of his management of the chain aggressive expansion no focus on quality or alignment of that quality and he ended up losing a shitload of money and so he he went bankrupt his corporation went bankrupt and that was it he just stepped back away from it well i thought he had to get i thought he gave it to the guy no so there was no giving up so there was there was nothing the reason the first lebanese uh, immigrant that came over and that was able to start a burger baron without anything really was because there was nothing stopping him hmm. it was a burger baron there was a chain and he was able to open another one because there was no protections in place that said you couldn't you could just take the IP. You could take the logo. You could take the name. You he was, could take fran- all he of was it. franchising it. Was basically he, he became, started. He started. He, he started. And then the he was giving them yep. to other Lebanese immigrants. Yeah. He was giving them. Yeah, and yeah. I put that in big quotations because he had no legal right to do either of that. Like there was no legality around it. Yeah. They, they approached him as kind of like in the title implies like a Lebanese burger mafia. So like they approached him as the dawn yeah. of it, just to get his blessing. Oh yeah. Cause they call the him the Godfather. Yeah. No, was he, didn't they call him the Baron? No, they call him the Godfather. So they, they, they went to him for a blessing basically to get his permission to do it, but they didn't need his permission legally. They could have just fucking yeah. open a burger bear and there was no, no one stopping anybody. Yeah. So but he had his, he had his family running them as well. Right. Correct. That kind and of, that's, that that's, kind of and that's also, where, that's where it became sort of like an immigrant story. Right. Yeah. So now we had this one guy who was able to open up a restaurant and he was able to then bring over as he made money, he was able to sponsor and bring over some of his was relatives. Wasn't he just doing his re- like, just like relatives, relatives at first. Yeah, yeah. And then would bring them and they would open and then that would expand and yeah. they would expand and it would expand and it would expand. Yeah. And, and then kind of how it kind of fell apart. Yeah. Yeah, because the same thing started happening, right? Like it was a corporation that wasn't a corporation, so you could just do whatever you want. There's exactly. no quality control and everybody and everybody had their own menu. Everybody had their own menu. They had their own ideas and they were like strong independent the bur- Lebanese the men bar- that Baron that had like the pizza. Yeah, you got the pizza, you got the doner guy, you yeah. got the guy who had a fucking laundromat attached to oh, it. Oh yeah, that was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> do oh, your clothes, man. get a burger. But like there was like staples across the menus. It was just like you could do whatever you want after that. So the mushroom yeah. burger. 
mushroom looked burger. Awesome. Yeah. Looked dope. Looked pretty looked dope. Awesome. Um, I'm glad they gave the recipe because I was like, I yeah. kind of wanted this. Basically, cream of mushroom soup. <laughs> yeah. And, <laughs> and some, like, some soy and worcester. Like you yeah. spice it up, but basically, cream of mushroom soup. Um, and uh, I also. Campbell's did, cream of mushroom true. soup. True. I also didn't enjoy the fact that they kept that one guy kept calling the burger, oh, it's, it's such a spongy patty. I'm like, why are you calling it spongy? <laughs> and he had the tattoo yeah. <laughs> of the burger bear, and I loved it. I, um, that was, I think it was my issue was it wasn't, it wasn't quite linear enough for me. And sure. it kind of kept, yeah. it jumped all over, jumped all over. And then because people were remembering things differently, yeah, they're like arguing about it. And yeah. it's like, well, this guy said this, or this guy said this. And it's oh, like, no, okay. I never said that. It's like, well, but didn't you though? So it got a little tedious. Yeah. And then kind of, I enjoyed where it kind of like said like, Hey, and then all these other fast food restaurants started coming in and they all, it all fell apart. It all went to shit. Yeah. Yeah. And then I, I, and I mean the, the sort of the tale as old as anything of like COVID really strapping people down and yeah. like it ended up closing a lot more of those spots, but there is, it, it was, it was kind of heartening to see that there's still quite a few of them open, still independently owned, still chugging away and just making those burgers and, I honestly kind of want to go out to Alberta and find a burger baron and I just try too. this motherfucker. I definitely, like, I definitely yeah. need to. I do as Next well. Next time I'm in Alberta. It's, it was one of those things where it's like, yes, I agree with you in a lot of ways because like it was meandering. It was a little bit all over the place with its timeline. It lacked a lot of focus, much like the burger chain itself does. Yeah. Um, but it's still like it, it brought this thing of like this. One of the things I love about documentaries is it's able to bring you to like these niche fucking subjects that you would never that's true. Why would I ever think about a fucking burger chain restaurant in Alberta? But I sat there for an hour and a half glued being like, what is happening? What, like, true. how does this exist? This is yeah, insane. That's true. That's true. But yeah. so I applause for that, for just, you know, bringing something that is super niche and super like really irrelevant to anybody's life except for those in Alberta. But I'm I'm now intrigued. I'm a I'm a burger baron fan. I've never even had a burger. Yeah. I just want to go just for the independent spirit of it. Absolutely. It's true. Yeah, it's yeah. True. There's the other thing. Um did did you have anything else you wanted to add to that? Uh no, I'll build off whatever you say. The other thing was at the end of the movie they were talking kind of or sorry, at the end of the documentary they were talking about like the second, third generation yeah. kids yeah. and yeah. how they don't want to continue it. Right. And I think he could have mined that a little more. I think there was more to it there. Cause they're kind of like some of them are talking yeah. about how like they feel like they have to because yeah. their family, because the family wants to pass it down or the family is sick. Yeah. Type thing. Yeah. The one guy was in college and then says like, Dro I've been he, like, I dropped out to, and like, I can yeah. go back whenever. And it, like, it doesn't look like he's going back yeah. whenever type thing. And so even, I, even his own brother who, well, he got out of the burger baron thing, still stuck with that idea of like, the restaurant. I'm going to have a restaurant sort of thing. Yeah. yeah. So it's like, I think they could have, I think there could have been more explored there. Mm. Yeah. Oh, definitely. There's definitely more there they could have they could have done, right? Because that's where the story is. Mm -hmm. Yeah, right. To the future, especially it, especially because yeah. he is like he's he, the he he didn't he's do the it. Son, right? Yeah. He's exactly. the son. He yeah. didn't go into it. Yeah, yeah. Like he's show, he's like outsider mm. watching type thing. And like, yeah, I think there would have been there could have been more to it though. Oh, for, for sure. sure, for sure. So. I still th I like I I still thought it was entertaining. I thought it was well researched. Like it's still worth watching for all yes. the points you made. Yeah. Just like there were just things that I would have Exactly. Tweaked. Yeah. Yeah. Small, small, small things. Mm -hmm. Overall, I enjoyed it. 
It was a fun, fun 90 minutes or so. Of course. Uh, what do we got next? Give it to me. Um, let's go a little bit biblical mm. and uh, praying for Armageddon. That was uh, that was a heavy friggin' talk. Yeah, that was much more political than I thought it oh, would man. be. Oh, mm. man. Also, did you, did you watch? No. No? You didn't watch okay. this one? Did I not? Praying, praying, praying for, for Armageddon. It was the... It's about evangelical evangelical christians in the united states and what they're doing like how they're preaching their messages i did not okay so it's basically about again there was there was two church kind of related ones so i I was between the two i couldn't (laughs) remember the title of the other one but yes okay go on okay so the christians and kind of the movement yes and how they're kind how they believe that jerusalem needs to be in israel's control In right. order to bring about bring about the Armageddon, of course, where yeah. Jesus will come back yes. and he will get rid of the, the sinners end times, type of thing. yeah, with right? a sword. With yeah. apparent in Revelation, swinging a sword. In yeah. Revelation, they keep they mention it more than once. In Revelations, that he's going to come down with a sword. He's going to be yeah. on a on a horse, yeah, and yeah. his robe is going to be like covered blood. in blood, covered in blood up to like the knees of the horse, whatever. Excellent. But then they're like, but I don't think it's going to be a sword. It's going to be an AR fifteen. It's fucking metal, and like man. that's that's the the poster yeah. is Jesus yeah. on a horse Lord with Jesus. an AR. AR it's, it's pretty fucking aggressive. Jesus. Also, yeah. I want to point out that uh, Bible is actually an acronym mm. for Basic yeah. Information Before Leaving Earth. <laughs> yeah, sure, one of the things. <laughs> yeah, it's just like they play it very straight. Yeah. Uh, most of it is, uh, there's a good chunk of it that's focused on one specific like biker group right. of Christians yeah. and then, uh, a journalist mm. and kind of like his coverage of the politics of it. Right. And then a lot of it has to do with Israel, Palestine and the Gaza Strip. Mm, okay. Yeah. So kind of, and then like fund it, like the, the money and the guns are coming from the, the Christians in the States to Israel. Type right. Thing. Kind yeah. Of, it so goes, like an influence, influence yeah, the, yeah, ta- yeah. the takeover yeah. of yeah. Jerusalem. And basically. then kind of, and then it goes from there and there's like other different pinpoints. And then they're kind of pointing out that like, it's these groups that are kind of like lobbying the Republicans to kind of yeah. like change things up. Yeah. Like they have like Roe v. Wade and then, right. uh, um, I was going to say abortion. I'm like, that's a Roe v. Wade. Yeah. Um, (laughs) but just kind of like their influence because there's 30 percent of voters are christian uh these evangelical christians right okay and they cover trump for a bit and like trump's reign and what trump did for with for these guys and everything right so it's it is very heavy yeah and i'm not gonna lie that little 101 from john oliver a couple years ago Mm. on on the conflict <laughs> yeah. definitely helped. Yeah. I was like, so I remember so, what this is. So, I know more about this. So is it better with a pre-read? Like you take the, <laughs> take the pre-read course. You, and- you definitely need to have some sort of knowledge of Israeli-Palestinian relations yeah, and, yeah, conflict, yeah. and Gaza Strip. You need. Yeah, there's a small section that. that's just dedicated yeah, to. Yeah, yeah. It's a good chunk yeah, of the movie is, for sure. Yeah, and it's very informative, right? Cool. Because like you get to see like Palestine side side of it, right? Yeah. Because every this this uh, the evangelical mm-hmm. Christians, right? Christians mm-hmm. are all battling for Israel. Yeah. So it's like 
see what Israel has. It's, it, you don't really, you don't really get that in the news, right? You mm. only see that like yeah. Israel and Palestine are fighting. at it again, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was a nice. That was something they didn't really talk about either. They didn't really show the media coverage. Like mm. they had, they had the clips, but they didn't yeah. really talk about how influence. Like they could have had like a whole thing on Fox News. Oh, for sure. Oh, for and, sure. Our, and our buddy Tucker T- Carlson. Yeah, exactly. Oh, big, big Tucker C. <laughs> but it was really fucking terrifying. Like I was watching this and like I'm just sitting there in horror. Yeah, it was. It because was like these guys, are, these guys are serious. They, no, you could tell they serious. fucking believe in what they're saying. Yeah, of course it they was, do. Yeah, it was, it was like a horror Fuck movie. Fuck evangelicals, man. Yeah. It, it was a horror movie. It was eye-opening. And yeah, I think you should seek it out. Yeah, it's, okay. uh it's not an easy watch, but no, it seems not. like a like a an necessary an important, important watch. watch. For sure. Yeah, but uh, yeah, so that was a sobering, sobering. No, fuck, it sounds like a cold shower but, of a dog. But yeah, I, I, but it's, I, it's, it's it's the subject matter again is something that I I feel like yeah I'm gonna I'm gonna see if I can seek that out and yeah and it's well done and in. it's not. I don't think. It land like it's clear which side sure they're landing on, yeah. but like they're not deliberately like it's Outright, not heavy like, handed yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, in yeah, that side. Yeah. They're all like they are actively showing got it the points of view of the evangelicals. Yeah, yeah. They're just putting <laughs> it on display, but they're putting they're not, it on display. Yeah. They're not really commenting. Got it. Got it. So, but yeah, heavy. Nice. Heavy. Tony. Do you want to do you want to keep on the heaviness? Do we want to talk about Satan wants you? Oh, oh geez. Yeah. yeah. Talking about a cold shower. This one. Uh, super creepy. Super creepy. I made the mistake of watching this one uh, late at night. Oof. And uh, yeah, I had some terrifying nightmares. I uh, didn't. But I... At various points of that documentary, it definitely looked at the screen and said, what the fuck? Like, there was so much what the fuckery happening yeah. Oh, yeah. as that story progressed. And I think, like, the, the filmmakers did such a good job laying that out and just, like, letting it build in the right way yeah. where when you start... I had a feeling because... So what's it about? Before so you quick, get into quick, it, yes. Quick, uh, quick, quick, quick summary. Yeah. Uh, there was... Uh, there was a book that came out that I'm blanking on the title about right now. Michelle. Michelle. Michelle, says, uh, Michelle remembers. Michelle remembers. Michelle remembers. remembers. Uh, came out in the eighties and was basically the jump off spark point for the satanic panic that happened, say, yeah. uh, throughout the eighties into the early nineties. Um, it deals with the actual book, the writing of the book, the memories that it came from, uh, who was responsible for it. And, I guess the fallout, the fallout of it, yeah. um, and what that did to the world at large at the time um, through Michelle Smith and her uh, psychiatrist, uh, Dr. Uh, Pazder. 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 Pazder, yeah. Yeah. Um, I, yeah. The way that they spelled this out where you start off with her actual like the just it's the therapy and it's it's played very straight and you're like oh fuck like did this happen like it's convincing to a point of almost being like oh i could totally understand why this did what it did why it led people down this path because 
on the surface, on the very top layer of the story, it seems believable enough where you're talking about like a child being abducted and this. And it's after that the story kind of weirdly breaks down, like her story breaks down and becomes very like. What? Like th- what? And then as you progress through the documentary and they start giving you more and more of the what the fuckeries of like what was actually probably happening in the background. And then, you know, at one point they make a good case as to why this happened really in the first place. Probably. I mean, we'll never really know for sure, but the fact that like, you know, it, it starts off by mentioning that she started this therapy session right after she had a miscarriage. And then you listen to all of the things that she comes up with for what happened in her alleged abduction. uh, And you go, Oh, yeah, because she was traumatized by the fact that she had a fucking miscarriage. Like, And then she she was taken advantage of. And then she was taken advantage of, and I think she was also taking advantage of. Yeah. Like, it was... It was a give and take. It was a give and take. Like, she... There was definitely those moments where um, uh, Dr. Pazder's ex-wife was saying, like, she was, like, around all the time and very, like... She was always calling. Always calling, always showing up at places and, like, really, like, trying to infiltrate his life and he was letting it happen for sure, especially with that fucking photo that they put in that magazine. Oh, yeah. What the fuck? Oh, yeah. That was... uh... (laughs) Anyway, so, yes. I I think we've all been in therapy. I don't think we've had this experience. I've never never wanted my therapist to let me cuddle her. (laughs) What the fuck? Like it's just super what the fuck. Super what the fucky. Yeah. Yeah. And she just got really ick and cringe and just... Yeah. It was just... It was super creepy. Yeah. To me, I don't know. I I look at it and go, okay, yeah. And then the entire follow-up that they covered, which... I kind of wish maybe they focused on slightly more. They followed more of what uh, Michelle and Pazder were doing, like the conferences they were going to, and then the police were all jumping on board, and which led to its own fucking whole issue. Um, and then people getting like arrested. But like I felt like they kind of like left some of the fallout out of like maybe even what happened after all of this. Like they kind of mentioned, I think we had like the text on the screen where it was like some people were arrested and then they were released after like, like, and it was like, well, there was one thing where they were talking about the daycare. There was a lot about the daycare daycare. and yeah. abuse at daycares. Yeah. And then one of them, she got arrested. She was put in jail cause she was, um, forcibly inserting items into the, yeah. chil- into yeah, the yeah, children's yeah. orifices. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure one of them was a sword. Yeah. Okay. One was well, a sword. Okay. We would have evidence of a sword being put into someone. No, but Dave, this was all repressed memories. Oh my god! Like you would like that. Like yeah. the rest, I'll buy the repressed memories. Yeah. I'll buy. I can see myself in that moment. Do it, especially extent. since I have since I have children yeah. of my own. I would be like, okay, this is horrifying. Yeah. Like, is this happening? But then when they're like, oh yeah, I penetrated with a sword. It's like, okay, we would have evidence of this. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And also, like, <laughs> it wouldn't be a memory. We would have physical evidence. What What was that? What was that child therapy session like? Can you point on this doll where they inserted the sword <laughs> into you? What the fuck? Yeah, like, yeah. That that was. It was fucking. Yeah, I was. I see why Tony was having nightmares because it's like I was just not expecting that, yeah. and it was just like <laughs> yeah. I was expecting like you know like kind of like a thriller kind of thing. No, this was a full on like horror movie, and like that, like the satanic yeah. kind. There's a pile of dead babies. It was like a pile. <laughs> yeah, literally. Where like, are all these babies coming from? <laughs> why is no one saying that they're missing? 
where are the babies coming from? It's just too much. Yeah. It's too much, yeah. man. And then there were certain things where I think they could have introed it a bit better because just like randomly someone from the, the Church of Satan starts talking. I was like, okay, yeah. maybe you should have introed her a little better because it's just like literally it's just like houses are yeah. I want to say house of Satan, church of Satan. Oh, yeah. And she just said something random. And then later she's like explaining yeah, like the, what the, the Church of Satan is really and is, stuff yeah. and like what I, the positioning was. I was like, okay, well, maybe you should have put that at the beginning. They also said that to that poor cop. They were like, I was the first wicked police officer. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, it was really fucking random. Yeah. Like it, it is good. I like how it's built. Yeah. I like, I do like the structure of it. Yeah. It's nonlinear, but I do like the structure of it. I think they could have, um, I think they could have put in more like more criteria. Um, they could have tied it better to modern times because they're talking about misinformation yeah, yeah, on the all, internet yeah, and the yeah. rampant how it's they, yeah they didn't it's spend getting enough worse again type yeah. thing. They've just briefly touched on them, they're like PizzaGate and then uh, all right, I guess we yeah. just move on from PizzaGate. <laughs> yeah, like it doesn't really do anything with yeah. it because there's the one journalist who's talking about like I put so much effort into this type thing, debunking yeah. it, and now it's happening again. I can't yeah. do anything. Yeah, like did I waste like it doesn't my even matter? Type yeah, thing? yeah, and it's like. I think you needed more of this. Yeah. Like at least to end it off. Yeah. Like you can't just be like Pizzagate. And we're done. And it's like, but Pizzagate, man. Isn't that dead babies too? It is. Yeah. Oh, it's, 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 it's secret <laughs> menu items for like the pedophile rings. Yeah. Oh and dead babies. Oh, God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. If you order like a specific style okay, of we're pizza. Done, we're done. We're done. Yeah. No more. All right. Okay. That one. It's you should seek it out. Proceed with caution. Yeah. Proceed with yeah. caution. Just understand yeah, now what you're getting into. Yeah, like I'm getting a little fucking Rajna. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh God. Let's switch gears. Yeah. Yeah. Something to, to, uh, to uh a nice underdog story. Yeah. Uh this is a soccer film called Ali Ali Hoopa, the Dull. Dalkirk story. Cool. Cool. Tell me about it. Okay. It's from um, the people of Kur- Kurdistan. Kurdistan. Yeah. Kurdistan. Right. Uh, that used to be a territory, mm. but now it's split. Right. Uh, into four separate sections. Sure. That is Turkey, Iran, Iraq, and Syria. Right. These people don't have a home to call to, they don't have a place mm, to call home right and these people um form a soccer team in sweden cool yes, you do. <laughs> and uh it's kind of like welcome to Wrexham. they start at the bottom oh. and you watch them rise to the top nice and the documentary actually takes place um in the last part of their season and basically what they have the last three games before they're promoted to the uh top league in sweden I think huh. they're promoted. So if you guys remember Ted Lasso, yeah, they're fighting for promotion to the yeah, Premier yeah, League. Yeah, yeah. Same, idea. Same idea. They're fighting. Nice. They're fighting their way for promotion. Nice. I really like this story. Yeah. Um, the only problem that I had with it is it tried to mix the politics mm. of uh, Kurdistan, Kurdistan, yeah. Kurdistan, and the soccer from the team. Mm. Right. So it's kind of mixing. It was very uh, 
I wish I wish there was better there was more of a stance. And the thing with the soccer, they didn't do much talking about it. They more it was more like a highlight reel. So it was like tracking like the highlighted progress of it. And like the last the last game was basically like just one big like highlight like ESPN like fucking sports center reel of the game yeah was it like a like an issue of like yeah like not picking a lane not like focusing on one like trying to yeah. focus on both and kind of not focusing on either exactly okay exactly got it um hang on i like but i love but the thing that i liked about it was yeah. it shined a light on something that you wouldn't normally sure no right because yeah. like i didn't know anything about that right exactly and yeah. i actually and i actually liked that the the soccer team was actually like they're they're itching for their chance right. to play a team yeah. from one of those countries yeah. right because it would be so much it would mean so much more to them because these guys are people uh people with no with no country to call mm. their own right mm. so they're it would be the 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 amount of um what am i trying to say the amount of excitement that would go into a game like that, mm. right? Be incredible. Yeah. And of course, at the end, spoiler alert, they do get the promotion. Yeah. And everything's yeah. Fuck you. Yeah. I love that. So I, love I that. really, I really enjoyed it. Nice. You guys definitely seek it out. You know, okay. I'm a, you know, I'm a soccer for underdog. Yeah, of course. You know I'm a soccer yeah, yeah, for soccer. Yeah. 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 Soccer um, underdog. And exactly. So yeah, mine is just a, a slight lack of focus. It, it otherwise it delivers it. It hits the, it's, the it's a true, it's a true underdog, underdog story. story. I love that. Those are good. Yeah. I love those a lot. So it's one we should seek out. Yes. Definitely. It's a seek out. It's a seek out. I think they're all seek outs this year. Like, I don't I think honestly, there was I didn't really have, I didn't really I have an issue I was with like, No, I just, I enjoyed all of them in their own way for yeah. certain things, for different reasons for each one. But like, I didn't, I haven't watched one that I didn't like. It's true. It was a pretty, out of what we got. Yeah. Stellar. Solid. Yeah. Stellar. What do like, we got? Uh, why don't we stay on the same path? Sure. And a soccer? Nah, not a soccer, obviously. Um, let's go peri- periodical. Oh, you want to do periodical? Let's do it. Let's do it. As men. As men. <laughs> yes. As men. Which I'm gonna lead right. Well, for oh, let's let's first let's let's say what it is. Sure. So yes, periodical, yes. a documentary, all about uh, women's menstruation cycles. Yes. From from the beginning straight through to menopause and what happens after as well it's the full gamut of everything it's the full cycle it's the will. full cycle if you will <laughs> um and i'm throwing it on a list of it is fucking uh essential viewing sure is holy fuck i learned, I learned so, so much so goddamn so much. much yeah i was gonna so say much. i learned like <gasps> My knowledge of periods is very limited to start with. And yeah, I mean, yeah, all of our just this, by could, proxy. this could prepare you a little bit. Hey, it's going, go. Yeah, it definitely yeah. will. Because I'm going to be the poor bastard who has to help her when she gets her period, first period. Yeah. But, but I mean, like, yeah, it, it, it was all by proxy information. That's all we've ever had, right? Like, it's exactly. always been like whatever you learn in school or from whoever you were close with, like, yeah. that would share about but it. But you barely learned about it in school. For, uh, that's what I mean. Like, yeah. the, the, the amount of information was so limited. <laughs> like, whatever I, I learned is from, like, ex- experiencing it with the freaking yes. whoever yeah. I was dating at the yes. time. Yeah. yeah. Like, Absolutely. It, it's very, it's very tongue in cheek at certain points. It's sure. very, like, it's hot. It's like emotional at certain points. Of course, it's 
like you're like screaming at the screen at certain points. It's a it's like the yeah. You said whole cycle, but like full emotional cycle. Oh, yeah. Full yeah, emotions. Absolutely. All the feels. And just but yeah, I, th- I thought it was really well done. Yeah. I think it did a really good job on the education side as well of just like not not treating it like it, I think it like it approached it right at the beginning of just being like in general, the education around menstruation has been severely lacking from the beginning for mm-hmm. for women and for men like no one really talks about it it's still weirdly taboo it's something no one talks about no one it's still treated educates it's, it's, it's still treated like a disgusting like a thing like yeah, yeah like a gross thing. thing that happens and so i think in that light it was able to you know paint a picture of like okay this is what it actually is this is what's actually happening i learned so much about cycles and like hormone levels and what's actually happening and what how that impacts people's moods and then i learned a lot about menopause which is the only thing i ever knew about menopause was hot flashes that was literally (laughs) all i've ever known um it's not great no (laughs) i I doubt it it does not seem but like there's also like it was hopeful in parts of like the way that things are progressing especially towards the end they were talking about like the future um and one of the things that I called out right away is, man, they need fucking a lot more medical research in this field because that, I mean, in and of itself has been lacking for forever and a day. Why does it cost money to get fucking tampons? Fucking A. Like the taxes? The that's tax. agree- that's oh, egregious. But you, should, yeah. you shouldn't have to pay for them in the first place. They're essential. No, they are essential. They're fucking essential. Yeah. Yeah, it, it's like whoever started making people pay for those, like fuck you, fucking capitalism, Ren. Like that's Jesus right from the beginning, Christ. But even the fact that like the first pad was like what nineteen twenty something or nineteen uh, World War One. I. I like War that. I, I like yeah. it was the nurse. The nurses. <laughs> yeah. that they came the up nurses with that. that realized like the that. bandages were better. <laughs> the, the rags they were using. I was like, yeah. excuse me. Yeah, and they Jesus. were talking about like the sixteen hundreds where they were just fucking like rolling up a thing and just shoving it in. <laughs> oh God. Like oh yeah okay. I just. I liked how they were kind of like tracking like how you think about periods type thing. And yeah. they specifically mentioned Carrie because the first thing I think I, I sure. haven't seen Carrie in full, but the first That's thing I it. think about is yeah. fucking Carrie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think mine, mine now has been supplanted by big mouth. Cause I, I often think about that episode. I like, of, I like that big mouth showed up and, and yeah. And, uh, no, cause it's becoming, it's well, that was to their point of like it becoming a little bit less taboo and a little bit easier to talk about. And it's being represented in media more now than, um, than it was or positively, positively rep- represented, represented. As opposed, not as, as a opposed stigma. to just yeah. being, and being like, Oh, she's pissed off. Cause she's yeah. on her menzies. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And I, I like that wet ass pussy. I appreciated that. <laughs> I was like, "All right, <laughs> that's that's the energy we were really gonna go for." But yeah, I thought it was essential viewing too. I missed it yeah. at South by, and I was glad I made I was able to make time yes. for it here because absolutely, yeah, it like it hit me like a truck. Like yeah. Jesus, yeah, I it was, was it was overwhelming almost <laughs> because it was just so much information so much. that like you're trying yeah. to fucking pay attention, and you're like getting yeah. smacked in the face with this, yeah. But I also like how it kept like going back and forth between the case and like how like these yep. uh, they were college kids, right? Mm. Yeah, that's what made it even better. It was college kids that were trying to overturn overturn these uh, these laws, the tax and laws, yep. and it was so incredible. Another underdog story, absolutely. Yeah, and they won, and they won. I just hate that women as a gender is the underdog. Yeah, right? like that's so it's, fucked up. Yeah, it's when so they were talking up. about um oh god, what I can't remember her name right now. She started the uh, Miss magazine. 
Nothing. I got nothing. Anyway, um, when uh, they were talking about that satirical essay that was written about like, okay, what if men had periods? And it was written like the 70s. Oh man, my fucking like, blood was boiling listening to some of that shit. <laughs> it's been 40 fucking years and it's still the fucking same. None of it's changed. It's exact almost 50 same. years at this point. None of it's changed. Yeah. It's, it's aggravating. And how yeah. they, they showed yeah, that disgusting. one TikTok where they have the the um, oh yeah yeah with the electrodes like, yeah 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 attach yeah. them and yeah. the guys are like flipping out and the yeah. girls just like this isn't even this doesn't hurt this <laughs> is even this is not even ten percent of my period cramps <laughs> the fuck like, like, Jesus so much <laughs> yeah like this this would be I would enjoy this yeah. <laughs> my God I just you know no yeah it's rough required viewing seek it out. Yeah, and it's yeah. I think it should be accessible. It's, it's like an MS. I think it's on NBC. NBC so got picked yeah. up by NBC. MS- yeah, they did a good I think job. they were the ones that that produced it. Oh, did they? That's yeah. awesome. So I think it should be kind of like required. Absolutely, viewing. absolutely. Put it. So. You know what? Put it on PBS. Let everybody see it. Let everybody fucking see it. Because play that in fucking school. They should for the kids. Yeah, exactly. They should. They should. Yeah. They should. Yeah. They should. God, if I knew back then. Seriously, like I wouldn't feel like done much about it, but just at least I wouldn't feel like a fucking jackass. Exactly, exactly. We were just we were we were corrupted by what the only information that we had and the shower scene from Carrie and fucking super bad and super super bad. (laughs) I they fucking called out super bad. I was like, I didn't even think that was that bad. I mean, yeah, it's. I mean, I would I would be grossed out with any blood on me. Like it doesn't. It's 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 just that it's period. Sure, it's it's, but. Yeah, I mean, if someone bled on me, I'd be like, Ugh, like, <laughs> yeah, ew. Yeah, I'm not defending Superbad. Yeah, Superbad has not aged well. <laughs> some of it has. Some of it, some has. Of it has not. Some of it has you not. You are right. You are right. It definitely now, looking back on it, you can tell it was written by two fourteen-year-old kids. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> yep. Absolutely. Yep. 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 But since we're talking about. Women, should we just jump into Smoke Sauna Sisterhood? Ooh. I was going to say, it was a good double feature. I watched these two back to back. I did too. Actually, speaking of. Speaking of. Um, I did not. But yes, you are right. It is a good double feature. This very is very good double feature. This is literally, this is raw fucking avant-garde fucking. Which way did you go? Emotional. I smoke went, sauna and then periodical or periodical then smoke sauna. I went periodical then smoke sauna. That probably was a poor choice. Why? Because I felt periodical was uh slightly more like still aggravating at points, but like a little bit more lighthearted in its content delivery because that gut punch that happens in, in the sauna. Which but I was one? so captivated. The most yeah. brutal one towards Which the end. One? They're all fucking the, gut punches. The fucking rape. Yes, I yeah. knew you that were getting on about insane. the rape. Insane. Oh yeah. Like yeah. I was, I was not prepared. That was rough. Like was anyway, really it rough. ended up being like a nice. I don't want to yeah. call it a palate cleanser. <laughs> it was just something that was not as heavy as sitting yeah. there watching that unfold and reading that and going, "Holy fucking god." So it's literally, it's just a sauna and it's women. Yeah. A sauna talking, in Estonia. Yeah. Yeah. Women talking about women talking. their experiences. Yeah. Yes. Being women. Being women. The and entire time. The entire talking time. Talking about their truths, basically. Yep. Sharing yeah. their truths. Some chants. Yeah. Some, some polar dips. 
That polar dip looks fucking cold. Good oh, God, that, that looks cold. That's, that's the that's the sauna way. Yeah, I do want to say, like, as a as a person that has saunaed and has done uh, Northern European sauna style, it's a good place to get a lot of your shit out. Yeah, yeah, I get it. So, like, from a from a setting location for doing that, I think that was really cool. And also finding out, like, at the end, they mentioned that it's like a UNESCO intangible uh, heritage thing. Like, it's like it's protected. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Estonian saunas are a protected thing, which was like, oh, I didn't even know that. So that was fun to learn, I guess. But. I've done, I don't know where I did it, but I did do a sauna and then go into like the cold bath the cold type bath, thing. Yep. But I've never like jumped into, the <laughs> into a lake. lake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it won the um, the World Cinema Documentary Directing Award out of Sundance, which it I think it deserved. Yeah, it definitely, definitely deserved. Definitely As deserved. I was saying before you started going on Sorry. about things, yeah, it's very raw very abstract very like you yeah. only really see the face of one woman the one who kind of runs it everyone else they they're kind of they're very obscured most are obscured the there was it, yes you're right it was is the the main woman that one runs it and then there was the the other woman who had the shaved head yes that's the, really the only two faces you see yeah. the rest yeah everyone else bodies. is kind of obscured most yeah. of it is bodies it's yeah. all like everybody's naked but yeah. it's like the most non-sexual nudity i've yeah. ever seen ever right. in yeah. a film and yeah it's just you're there it's for an intent like you're there for the in, the intents that the, the director had in this one you cannot look she, away like, from this like i was glued to the freaking screen i yeah. was not expecting this tony yes as 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 a filmmaker and people who and someone who knows about cameras yes how did they manage to film it without the camera getting all fogged up they probably had it in a uh, in a box. Okay, because that like was what crash, I kept like thinking. a crash, like a almost like a crash well, a crash box. Because because there's like there's some parts where it's like the point is it's all foggy, but yeah, then there's yeah. other parts where like they're pouring the water onto the stones yeah. and stuff. And I was like, why is the camera not? getting affected yeah, by either, it. they either had it in a they either had it in a crash box or they actually had like the special like camera that can like withstand like that temperature yeah i, yeah, I was gonna say first of all the the temperatures are hot in yeah. those it's less of a steam sauna though they are occasionally adding steam to the room by pouring but it is a dry heat so generally it won't fog up as much that's why they were like cooling themselves down by actually putting water on instead of throwing it on the stones so you're probably you're probably right with it just being in like a some sort of protected yeah vessel and for the most part it, they would have gotten all the shots they could have okay just because um, i was very yeah. curious how they would have gotten some of it just yeah. like my experience with saunas but, it's hot yeah <laughs> like i yeah, can't imagine hot. and like i can't wear my glasses yeah so depends on the, the sauna but yeah yeah um, and this was like a wood burning sauna so it, i think it, it burns a little differently it does a little bit different things but okay. yeah i get that 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 was my question when yeah. i was yeah. watching it but yeah, very like, heavy, very like the yeah. shots. Like it was beautifully shot. So oh, yes. the cinematography it was beautiful. The whole the whole freaking movie. Like I, it completely took me off guard. I was yeah. not expecting this at all. Yeah. And uh, yeah, one of my favorite parts actually was uh, when they were talking about Tinder and they were talking about oh yeah yeah and they were talking about dick pics and the one girl was just like i didn't know what it was i thought it was an app yeah yeah Yeah, like i i like it it did a good job balancing sort of like sort of some of the the heavier aspects of life as a woman versus some of the like the lighter and heavier like yeah it it didn't it wasn't all relentless terrible shit all the time it dealt with various different subjects it dealt with uh an entire coming out 
story. It dealt with uh, abortions. It dealt with just being a woman. It dealt with uh, the body image. It dealt with body image. The one girl had breast cancer. Breast cancer. Assault, obviously. Rape. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I, I it had such a variety of topics in there. Some approached in a lighter sense. Some a little bit heavier. But I felt like the gravitas when it needed to be there was there. And like you just you're just kind of sitting there with them listening and then just because we were talking about periodical first before this like the one woman is on her period and like it's just very stark and very just like it's just there yeah yeah it's just there like there's certain part where it's like you can see it dripping and i was like i don't know if we needed like we already got the point (laughs) you need the visual but you need the visual it was just very stark and very like raw yes very raw I liked. I really liked the way that it was shot. I liked the way that it was looked. And I liked just the way that they even approached like the, it. Even the editing too, right? Yeah. Of like mixing, mixing between when they go outside and then when they're in the sauna and everything. It was Some like, chants involved. Yeah. yeah, the chanting and, and like the when they're in the yeah the beating with the branch thing. And I liked yeah. how they 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 got them. There was there were shots of them when they were getting it together and they were like yeah. cutting cutting the bottom and making yeah. it all ready to go. Like it was just it was just such a beautiful documentary. Yeah, absolutely. It. Mm. Uh, the fact that it won an award deserved it deserved well deserved well deserved yeah definitely i hope no one really kind of forgets about this i'd like to see that one come forward for like documentary feature yeah that would be nice yeah definitely next year yeah mm-hmm. hopefully it gets out oh More yeah people seek hopefully, this out because it's people are able to see this one it's 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 a special one i agree i don't think i've seen like i it was one of those things where it had the ability to reframe my thoughts around documentaries in a way of just like, Oh, you know what? This is a documentary. Mm. Maybe not in the most traditional sense, but it still but is. Maybe that's why it works so yeah. well, right? Yeah. Because it's so untraditional and it's so yeah. like breaks the mold and it breaks the mold. Right? Yeah. It yeah. brings a fresh take to, and you're, listen, you're listening, listening, you're listening. It's meant and re- to and shut and, up and, and listen and reading. Cause it's yeah. an Estonian. It is yeah. an Estonian. It's true. <laughs> All right. We got one. We got two left. One of them I saw on my own, and the other one is one the three of us saw. So maybe we should go with the, the three of us. No, you I was gonna say hit, the, go hit with the me? one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, tell me. Fine. So I saw, or I had the opportunity to watch Still, a Michael J. Fox story, which was directed by Davis Guggenheim, uh, who did An Inconvenient Truth, right, and Waiting for Superman. Nice. And it's very heavy. It's basically Michael J. Fox talking about his career and finding out he had Parkinson's and kind of where it goes and like up to when he decided to go public with it. Right. And kind of like not work as much. Yeah. And it's just very heavy. Like it's comprised entirely of like, um, like the talking head is just him. Okay. And then there's other parts where like they show him like with his family. Yeah. And then there's other parts that are basically kind of like a mix between recreations and behind the scenes footage and actual like film footage. Right. Of like his movies specifically. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just, it's a lot. And like, you can see like, it really puts a face on Parkinson's mm, and like okay. what he's going through. And yeah. it's just, it's really hard to watch. Some of it's really hard to watch. Yeah. And like, there's a lot of footage of him, like with his trainer kind of right. like 
working out and kind of like trying to still be able to do things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like he goes out for a walk and he's obviously not walking in a traditional sense. Sure. And like he walks like 50 feet and he takes a tumble and he's like, no, I'm fine. I'm fine. This happens all the time. And then later he's getting extra makeup done because he uh, broke all the bones in his face. Oh my gosh. On, on his cheek. Oh my gosh. Because he, he fell. Yeah. And that's just, life with what, Parkinson's yeah what he has to that's his day-to-day now that's his day-to-day now and it's just yeah it's heavy yeah and it's emotional and it's also really interesting because it also makes you reframe your thoughts or kind of like what you know about him because mm. apparently most of it or at the beginning stages he just had the, the tremors in his left hand okay so he would always have something in his hand in his left hand that he could move around so you wouldn't notice but then they show footage from certain like spin city or like some of the movies yeah. from that time and they don't like focus in on it but like the intent is you you're can, supposed to be watching his hand it. and he's like He's holding his hand down in certain parts or he has his hand behind his back right. or he's holding something and you could see his hand is moving, oh, but it okay. shouldn't be like, right. It's just a stationary shot, but his hand yeah. is moving. Yeah. So it's just very interesting to kind of like reflect and go back and be like, Oh, oh it was right yeah, there yeah. all along. We yeah. should have seen it. We should yeah. have known. Wow. And then I think my issue is it kind of like it ends very abruptly. Mm. Like it just kind of like it's, he like comes out and says that he has Parkinson's and then it kind of like talks a little bit about his foundation and what he's been doing since and how he's, yeah. how his yeah. characters now like have Parkinson's or there's sure. like, cause yeah. they like show footage from curb your enthusiasm where he hands him the, the, the bottle. Yeah. yeah have you, yeah. have you seen it? No. Okay. So there's like a little, he has like a, like a two episode arc on curb your enthusiasm yeah, yeah. and he's with Larry and he hands him a bottle of pop yeah. and Larry opens it and it explodes course, all over yeah, him. Of course. And he's yeah. like, what the fuck did you do that on purpose? And Michael J. Fox is just like, oh, Parkinson's. <laughs> 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 and it's, it's, it's golden. Yeah. But they show that clip and I was like, I fucking love this part of this. Yeah. And they're showing like him in, uh, he had like a, uh, recurring on the good wife and like mm. his character has Parkinson. So mm. he's explaining it to the jury type thing. And they're showing him kind of explaining it and kind of how he's trying to like put a face to it. And then they show yeah. him with Muhammad Ali and then like, it just kind of ends. Oh, like I just thought that there would be more to it after that. Right. But then as I'm saying this, I'm also like, well, they were showing him training and stuff and how mm -hmm. he was like kind of getting along. Yeah. Type thing. But I just thought that there should have been a different way to end it. Yeah, I think yeah. there could have been more at the end. Okay. That's what I think. But it's very well done. And yeah, it's hard parts of it are hard to watch. Right. Just because like he's in pain. Yeah, yeah, of course. And there's one part specifically where he's like, the the director's like, Are you in pain right now? Type yeah. thing. He's like, Yeah, I'm always in pain. I'm always in pain. I don't my say God. anything because I'm always in oh pain. My God. Yeah. Because the guy was, the director was shocked he hasn't said anything that he's right. in pain. Yeah. But yeah, he's like, I'm always in pain. Like, I don't talk about because it it's something that always happens. Yeah. So it's on Apple TV Plus this Friday, May Excellent. 12th. Excellent. So yeah, definitely you should definitely out. see it. Add it to my list. Yeah. You should definitely put it in the queue. Yeah, for sure.
But yeah, like I'm getting emotional thinking about it right now. And we've been talking about a lot of emotional shit right now. Yeah. Yeah, there was no shortage of emotion this year at Hot Dogs. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, the, and, the, and the last one's about... Uh, <laughs> I was about to say, this one's... And the last yeah, one's yeah, real yeah, emotional. And here we go. All right, last one. Tony. Sonara. 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 Correct. James, what was Sonara? Sonara was, honestly, my first question was going to be, did, did does anyone actually remember this case? I do not. I didn't either. I didn't remember it. All no. right. Good to know. Yeah. I, I was in the same boat as you. Um, so it's about a home invasion that ends in the death of a child. Disabled a, child. A, Disabled a child. A child who had cerebral palsy. Yes. And from there, the investigation leads to the mother of said child being convicted to first degree murder, being sentenced to prison even though the evidence of such was wishy-washy at best. Yeah. Um, so it's very much a sort of like a wrongful conviction sort of deal. Yeah. Unclear sort of what actually happened sort of deal based on lack of evidence and the fight to get someone who was more than likely wrongly convicted out of prison. Um, and her story and the story of her lawyers and everything that happened around the case as well. And the story uh, of the family. And the story of the family. And that they're immigrants. And that they're immigrants. Yes. Too. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I think that that's important to mention. For sure. Uh, there was a lot in this story to unpack. Um, there's mainly like, I think it did a very good job of not immediately just vilifying everything like i think right at the beginning like it just kind of like it started off with like the 911 call it started off with just basically a raw representation of here is what the the first people to witness what happened saw the first responders who were on the scene this is what they walked into and that's it they just left it at that they didn't color it they didn't do anything it was that later on they colored it and later on it was very much like oh okay this is a little odd this is an odd this doesn't line up either but in the beginning it was very like here it is this is what this is this is what what transpired this is what as far as we know this is what transpired based on all the evidence that we have without coloring it in any other way shape or form yeah um which i really appreciated Mm -hmm. just going here you go um and then as it unfolded and you started seeing some inconsistencies and the fact that like the immediate first responder was the one that just changed the entire investigation, even though he is very much not a detective. Yeah, he was a real um, piece of shit. Real he was a real piece ass. of shit. He was a real fucking asshole. Yeah. Um, and Listening just, to his tape, Jesus. Oh, he, and or his recreated tape. His, yeah, I, don't, yeah. I don't know if it was his actual tape or a recreated tape. I think it was the actual, because I think they got all the court records. Okay. But... Because um, it wasn't, his, a little, wasn't his statement like one of like the leading the leading well, things was, into the testimony against her? Yeah, it yeah. was the it was the thing that set. Well, it was beyond that. It was the thing that set the police down a path as well. Yeah. Like they just basically immediately wrote off what she said happened, even though she said it, and they mentioned this later on in the documentary that she was interviewed by the first constable, then the second constable, then the police detective, then another police detective, and then two police detectives at the and same time. And she was time. for 13 hours and she said the exact same and fucking it thing every time. the same story. There was, yeah. I think, like one minor thing that may have changed, which, sure, I mean, you've repeated it fucking 13 times, um, but it never, she never wavered in what happened. It was always two men dressed all in black, 
uh, black everything, uh, ski masks, the whole works that we're looking for a package that was consistent from the beginning. And there was like everything else that kind of lined up to that. And also the very helpful eyewitness who was also dismissed um, as like not like it was irrelevant. And then even when they got down to the retrial and they were talking about what the, the judge had said in the first conviction and the fact that like even he had colored the jury against this woman and like basically yeah. was like, no, the only options are she killed her daughter or something else. Like <laughs> what? <laughs> She's lying. There's no other alternative. Yeah. It's she killed her daughter. Like it was just colored from the, from the, from the jump. So I was, I was very pleased that towards the end you do find out that she's gained another trial. She's not out of the, out of the woods, but yeah. she's, she's been given the opportunity to have another trial, a fair trial. Mm-hmm. Um, with all evidence and everything. Else, fair, so. quote unquote. Fair, quote unquote. But I feel like, especially with this case, especially because it went through appeal and now it's back, it probably will be treated better. I hope so. Um, but I hope so. I'm definitely going to be looking into it. Aggravating. It yeah. Blood boiling, man. Yeah. Seriously. Aggravating. I was a little confused at the beginning, just kind of like, because it says like there's recreations type yes. things. Yeah. So for a little bit, I was like, what's recreating? Like, I was like, okay, clearly the crime yeah, scene has clearly, been recreated. Yes. But then later when... It's like a scene of her and her husband talking. And I was like, is this, is this also a recreation? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then not quite sure. And until, then my question yeah. to you, like, is that a recreated tape or is that his actual tape? Oh, I think yeah. that's his actual tape. Well, he's very comically over the top then. Cause that over guy, the top like, guy, Jesus fuck. But yeah. And, but I mean, you even hear him like when he's on the, like you can hear him through the 911 recording too, because he's there while the 911 is yeah. still on. And he does, he's an over the top fucking yeah asshole of a person yeah um yeah. but and then at, i i do mm. like that they still that there's still doubt yeah and they kind it's of not like clear cut it's not clear cut and then how they're talking about like the letter yeah which and then they have like the linguist linguistics professor like yeah, going this line is by line. jamaican creole and yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> thought i thought that was great. that was in, that was very interesting that was yeah. it, it 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 adds this whole layer of where the this letter came from in the first place and like i know i i'm glad that one of the first or one of the questions that the the documentary filmmakers asked was did, did they look into this letter like she's like yeah they made me do a whole bunch of like writing tests to to ver and it's not me like yeah. ruled me out completely so and the family and the entire family so who fucking knows where this letter came from yeah but yeah there's just there's such there's an unfortunate lack of evidence and it just like kind of goes to show like when you're trying to like recreate something i mean it's really difficult to do that like and i'm not i'm not saying anything obviously the 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 law enforcement in this case whether first responder or police made a lot of assumptions and jumped to a lot of conclusions way too early on that led them down only one path but I think it also kind of did a job of illustrating in a way of like when there's a lack of evidence, it can become that way. It can become really blinding because you don't have anything leading you anywhere else. You are kind of stuck with just kind of like, well, I guess it's this because somebody said one thing or someone's gut opinion is there. But it's like a gut is not a fact. It's just your opinion, man. Like. And there's just so many fucked up things. Like yeah. they mention that they won, quote unquote, a trip to Niagara Falls. And then it's yeah. actually just like a fucking decoy so they can bug the house. Yeah. Also, like, what the, the fuck? fucking yeah. bugging the house. Like these guys are fucking uh, the uh, major crime family. What the fuck? 
and the SWAT team to take her in. What are you doing? Take the entire family in. What are you doing? Yeah. You don't need a SWAT team. You woke them up at like six o'clock in the morning. What would you think they were going to jump out the window with fucking uh, M16s? What the fuck? Like they only bring out the SWAT team. We f- I found this out. Yeah. Because I had because of a personal yes, experience. Yes. Um. Not to me. Dave's a major player in the drug business. Not to me. Not to me. But they only bring out the SWAT team like a couple times a year. And it's yeah. been like the worst of the worst. Yeah. And it's when they like the regular cops and detectives won't be able to handle it. Won't be able to handle it or they're in danger. Their yeah. lives will be yeah. in danger. Yeah. Like trying to apprehend the, the criminals. So they bring in a SWAT team yeah, to this, kind of the bash in the door and like get everybody. Five. There was five of them. You're right. This family of five, there were six. You're right. Yeah. This there family six, of five, five, not the threat. And, and she's talking about my boy, your boy, my, my boyfriend at the time ran down the stairs and he ran back up. He's like, there's a fucking SWAT team. team. Like, Jesus <laughs> Like Christ, I, can't I can't even imagine that. I can't, like, oh, honey, don't worry. It's just SWAT team. <laughs> could you imagine, man? So you're a family of four now. Could you imagine fucking just a SWAT team bursting into your house for no particular reason? <laughs> yeah. Like... And then finding out that your place was bugged more securely than like a fucking like a jail. Like, what the hell? Yeah. Like, there's a lot of flags on the play. Oh, man. But I do like that it, they go through the case. What you were saying about the, yeah. the blinders and then that there's still some doubts. Yeah. And then even that her lawyer initially was very or her appeal lawyer was very much initially like, I don't know, like on the fence about it. And then like as he started digging into it, he went. Oh no, what the fuck? Like yeah. she at the very least, she was not given a fair trial. Mm-hmm. At the very, very, at the least. very least. And the fact that like they would immediately went with murder one, like the fuck? And like the mur- the autopsy was inconclusive. They don't know how she died. Nope. Yeah. But they murder one. Yeah. Which also, if if for our law aficionados, murder one requires intent. Yes. So like it had to be where's premeditated. The, where, where's the fucking intent? Where's where's the motivation? They tried to, I, I know they tried to paint it as well. She had cerebral palsy, so she was just tired of taking care of her and this and that. And like, but no, but like that's not that's not fucking enough. just that's there was enough. no evidence of that. So yeah. what the fuck? Yeah. It was definitely a what the fuck. It was it was heavy in certain points and then just aggravating. Like very it was also aggravating. in Toronto. Yeah, and it was in Toronto. And I definitely cried uh when um the other kid the the, the other, other kid child. with yeah, yeah. uh well, cerebral palsy yeah. shows up yeah. and he, she's holding him yeah. and she's being so nice and tender yeah, with him because she understands yeah. and just like i was like oh this is fucking heartbreaking yeah. and then you're also like how could this woman do like she yeah <laughs> there'd be a clue there'd yeah. be a hint there'd be something but yeah yeah it was aggravating and uh God, my blood's boiling again. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah, me. man. Yeah. It was a it was a heavy one for sure. Yeah. It was quite horrific. Yeah. So. But also, as uh, you know, and it was the, the the reason I asked at the beginning too of if anybody remembered this case because I fucking didn't. I didn't. Uh, seek it out because like this definitely, thing definitely, especially for our 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 loyal GTA listeners. This shit happened here, and it's aggravating yeah. as fuck. So it's a, it's a documentary channel uh, original, I believe, yeah. uh, or it was produced by Documentary Channel, and it's going to air there in October. I'm assuming it's yeah. going to be kind of coinciding with when she's on trial again, when yeah. her tri- yeah. next trial, yeah, yeah. when yeah. the next trial starts. Yep. 
Yeah. Because I Watch was like, it. why is it airing in October? That seems so weird. Yeah. But it's the it's trial the is trial. in October. Makes so it's yep. tied to that. So yep. definitely keep definitely an eye out for that. that. Keep an eye out. Keep it on your radar and watch it because it's it's worth it. Yeah. And um, yeah, I think next year uh, I'll be happy to go back and uh, watch some more hot dogs films. But uh, maybe we go for some more lighter shit. Oh, yeah. Some, some lighter Light, stuff. Lighthearted stuff. <laughs> lighter. Sure. Lighter. Yeah. Like a little more little more tender a little more uplifting yes yeah because jesus christ <laughs> but thanks for having us hot dogs we had a blast yeah man thank it's you so much two years in a row you guys are just you guys are, are really good to us our happy, favorite festival happy 30th anniversary yes and uh here's to 30 more years we'll see you next year see you next year so back to our regular scheduled programming tony you got a do you have a shutter minute for us buddy i do have a shutter minute Let's fucking go. Let's fucking go. Evil lurking deep inside. Its darkness knows no limit. So listen closely if you dare. This is the Shudder Minute. <laughs> it's such a Evil good theme knows man. no limits it's so good it's so good this week on the shutter minute we yeah. got from black nice. starring anna camp of pitch perfect fame yeah. i do like anna camp uh she was actually quite good in this excellent uh basically quick overview yeah. uh give oh. it to me uh, a woman is basically crushed by guilt for mm. the disappearance of her child. Mm-hmm. Uh, she is offered a chance to claim her child back. Oh, but there's a catch. Of course, there is. Yes, spooky, spooky, a spooky catch. Spoiler alert: It's just a, it's a seance. Yeah, of course. <laughs> that makes sense. Excellent. Um, and then shit goes sideways. Shit goes yeah. sideways. This movie's a wet fart. Like, oh. Aww. Dang. It had so much promise. Uh, I was excited. It's not good. No. It's not good. I'm sorry. Picture any movie, any movie with the same with the same plot that came yeah. out in anywhere from 2005 to now. 2013, yeah. maybe. And it's there. It's, it's there. the same. It's okay. the same thing. Okay. So nothing new. Nothing new. Nothing new. What I really did like about this one, though, is Anna Camp shows a little bit of range. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like her in this role. It's much different for her. Um, but the movie was just very forgettable. No. Very, very forgettable. Definitely Bummer. don't seek this out. All right. Um, womp womp. That, that's basically all I got to say all about right. it. It's a big womp womp. That's fair. Yeah. I like it. Very disappointing week on uh, this Shutter Minute. I still really want to see the one you did last week. A uh, spoonful of sugar. Spoonful of yeah. sugar. I Definitely really seek that, that one out. And you know what else you should seek out? Which fucking nocebo. Nocebo. <laughs> Still nocebo set the bar for this year. If if it's if we we rate every shutter movie now on a scale of one to nocebo. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So, so, just not so where does this fall on the one to nocebo scale? Uh, you remember that movie Lair that I talked about? Like, few, I like do you remember that? It's around there. It's okay. <laughs> okay. Rough. Okay. So that's no dice. Rough. No dice. No dice. Well, it was good. Tony, that was like a shutter two minutes, so I'm very proud of you. Getting better. Getting, getting better, better every, every day. day. Every, day. every week you're getting better. As long better. as Dave and I don't derail you, you got this. <laughs> <laughs> it's mainly us. <laughs> it's really you guys. It's yeah. really you guys who just throw me off. Uh, um, main segment. You want, you want to talk about our main thing? 
Wasn't hot dogs the main thing? Fuck. We have another you know one? You know what? No. This you're right. This is our side shit. This is for uh you know, we we talked about all these hot dogs that are coming out at various times throughout the year. This is something you can see now. Okay. Okay. This is the Michael J. Fox documentary that's out on Friday. So this is the now segment. So a little guy, a little guy, the little guy. Yeah. The little guy. That's the gargantuan two and a half hour long Guardians oh, of the Galaxy volume, volume three. <laughs> numero tres. What do we think? It's fine. It's a fucking mess. I think it's a flawed masterpiece. A flawed masterpiece. I was just about to say, it, okay, uh, it's a mess, but uh, I really liked it. Okay, I, th- I think it also helped that I watched Ant Man like a couple days before. That was the last yeah. one I watched. Yeah. Yeah. So, was, so I haven't bad. seen that. There you oh go. my god, James! It's the last so one I watched was bad. Wakanda Forever. No, Ant Man. So, I watched Ant Man and then I watched the first Guardians. Yeah. I remembered how much I loved the first yeah. Guardians. Then I saw Guardians 3. Yeah. Yeah. I also watched the first Guardians and yeah. remembered how much I loved that. And actually, I think that also skewed me a little bit. Um, I have to say, my first comment, because it was uh, from the jump, uh, some fucking absolutely atrocious editing. Yeah. Like, yeah. real, like, and we're gone. And it's like, wh- it, what? Like, I, I don't know. I go, I, I look back and think about volume one and volume two. That was a lot more. It was slick. It was smooth. It was everything flowed very nicely. Whereas I felt this one at points was just like, oh, we need to go over here. Bye. And like, yeah. just left wherever you just were. There was no like smoothness to it that I think it was, it was no, like I a think, lack of I think, polish. I think, yeah, you guys are right. Yeah. It definitely was much messier. Yeah. It was much more somber and it wasn't for sure. It didn't have a clean tone. Nope. Yeah, it kept it kept but the thing that kept throwing me off is just as like it was it was dark, it was comedic, yeah. it was dark, it was Wild comedic. Swings. It's fucking you're bawling your eyes out. Yeah. Oh, you're laughing your ass off yeah. now. Like it's just it was fucking everywhere. Yeah. It was very it was everything everywhere all yeah, at once. Seriously. What it was. Holy fuck. But I also like like flashbacks notwithstanding, mm. much like Ant-Man. It gets right to the shit in 10 minutes flat. Oh, for oh, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It gets sure. right fucking there. And yet it yeah. was still two and a half fucking hours long. It was a long. Okay, movie. but some of those battles like go on for like at least a good like yeah, 20, yeah, 25 yeah. minutes. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm not saying, but it's like, okay, we got right to the action, but also still had a lot of bloat. Exactly. There was there was a little bit of bloat. There was a lot he wanted to say. Yes. It definitely felt like uh this is my last chance. Yeah. I'm going to say everything I want to there say. Was, there was a lot of big, uh, big fucking middle fingers to whatever the fucking the Russos and Kevin yeah. Feige ended up doing to his characters. Yeah. yeah. Like it, it was definitely like, this is everything I want to say. I'm putting it yeah. all out there. Like, I'm not fucking going to be deterred. Um, This is, this is, this is me putting it all out, putting yeah. it all on the table, all the cards. This is it guys. Yeah. Type thing. Yeah. Like it definitely felt like a, like gives no fucks true. kind of movie. And yeah. it was true. I was surprised at how brutally violent it was. It's so like, yeah. it's really fucking gory. Yeah. There's like, there's beheadings and like consistent animal abuse. A lot <laughs> yeah, of animal it was abuse. Rough. That was really it's, rough. It was, it was tough to watch at times. Like it was like, I was just. Because there were kids there, too. And again, like, I always think of kids now because I have sure. kids. And I was just like, 
the first one's very happy-go-lucky type thing, but this one was like much more mature, much more dark. Yeah. Yeah. And much more vicious. Yeah. And, you know, Peter Quill says, fuck. Yes, he does. He does. He does. Or that fucking, is, sorry. He yeah. said fucking. Get in the fucking car. <laughs> it's perfect. It, it was perfect. good. It was good. Like, yeah. like it fit the scene perfectly. Yeah. For more than that one F-bomb. Well, let's to do the double take. She's like, did he? And I was like, yep. yep. He did. <laughs> First time in the MCU. Yeah. But it, it wasn't just like thrown in there for funsies. Like it, it no, made sense. No, there was sense a reason. There was there. a reason. Some of the comedy was great. Like that, I I liked that. That yeah. was hilarious of trying to get her to figure out a door handle. Um. Or the thing, some of it was like, it, they showed that extended clip of um, where he's trying to have that moment with uh, with Gamora, with the suits and like the private channel thing. There was like that, oh, that yeah. clip was either in a trailer or an extended clip thing yeah, that yeah, they yeah. put out early. And I was like, you could have not had that here I, uh, in a trailer. I could have enjoyed this for the first time. Now I knew all the jokes. Yeah. Um, some of it like the rocket of it all besides fridging rocket uh for the entire movie i was okay with it um his backstory uh, it was as much his backstory as it was the villains yeah yeah it was both yeah it was both and it gave you your uh motivation with the villain very much yeah so it kind of like put you in it that mind in that of way. understanding yep. as opposed to just being like I want to rule the world. Yeah. This guy, yeah, this guy is a like, more I'm clear. a fucking, I'm God and yeah. I'm fucking judge, jury and executioner. Yeah. I'm big into eugenics. Yeah. I'm big into eugenics. The line, the line that really got to me was just like when she was, it was like, she's, she's like, but God for, for God's sake. And he cuts her off yeah. completely. He's like, there is no God. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I stepped up. Yeah. He's like, Wow, this guy's not fucking around. He's he's, he's unhinged. He's yeah. unhinged. The high evolutionary. The high evolutionary man. Like, he is. He is fucking vicious. Yeah, and he's so fucking good. Yeah, so he is good. We looked it up before. Chi, Cooch Koo. Oh fuck! I already screwed it up. Chikudi Iwuji. Chikudi Iwuji. Chikudi yeah. Iwuji. I Crush know him. It. Ah, thank you. Thank you. No, I meant he crushed it. Oh. You, uh. <laughs> I was like a six out of ten. At least I, I tried, Mister Iwuji. I'm sorry. I hope you forgive me if we ever speak again. Yeah, I remember him from Peacemaker, where he was oh, great yes. in was, that yes. show. Yes, but okay, he, that's where I knew him yeah, from. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it's a James Gunn movie, man. Yeah, he brings he all just, his friends all his, in, all his buddies. All his buddies you could even like, fucking leave Michael Rooker on the floor. He had to bring right? him back. Right? Fucking Nate like, Fillion. Like Jesus people Christ. are upset. Fillion, yeah. People are upset online that fucking his wife Jennifer Holland's in the movie. They're like, yeah. oh, of course his wife's in the movie. It's like, yeah, of course everybody, everybody is. he's ever worked with is in the I'm fucking movie. John Cena didn't fucking walk out of there now. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ. Like when fucking Rooker and Nathan yeah. Fillion and fucking Sean Gunn show up, like, yeah. come on, you can't blame him for putting the wife in the movie too. Yeah, he's bringing all of his buddies along. <laughs> like Jesus Christ. But uh, yeah, Iwuji, just holy <sighs> shit. Yeah, you played that so well. Like he terrifyingly was, like, well. Menacing. Yeah. Yeah, Menacing. one of the, one of the best. I would say one of the best villains. Yeah, and I think, and I think, sure. I think to Dave's point though, the fact that like they worked it into Rocket's backstory and just like gave him so much more room to develop his character that way. Yeah, 
I think helps a lot. Like that went a long way. Yeah. Um, also, Baby Rocket is adorable. It's true. It's true. I just because I love I love my social media. I love my Twitter. Yeah. Somebody commented on Twitter and they had the picture of the four like Rocket and his friends, uh, Layla and, and, and uh, Floor and uh, Teefs. Teefs. And he's they're like, why we should have a Disney Plus show with these guys on it type uh, thing. And I was just like, Dude, every episode would dead. end with them <laughs> being horrifically abused. Yes. <laughs> they're also dead. I mean, like they're time, they're they're time there. Yeah, okay. Type yeah, thing, yeah, but yeah. every episode with that would end with them being abused. Plus, they would entirely back take, in the cage. take yeah. place in the cages. Yeah, it's like I don't really think Disney Plus wants this as a show. No, as a as a maybe an an additional like seven to ten minute short maybe <laughs> show. Uh, yeah, no. Yeah, did you guys cry? No, I teared up multiple times i cried twice oh that's unfortunate yeah that nice. forever that forever line that's in the trailer oh, yeah. yeah fucking got me yeah got me yeah yeah i was i was just it is long it is messy but i was just i was very impressed by the maturity yep. and that there's actual makeup because uh yes. his yes. his face yeah, that's yes. actual makeup yes and they're actually on sets. Yes. Like, again, because I'm comparing to Ant-Man where everything is fucking... Oh, nothing's CG real. mess, yeah. Nothing's yeah. fucking some it, real. Some, some of it did look like shit, but it was definitely an improvement from Ant-Man for no, sure. It was, yeah. like, miles ahead of yeah, fucking of Ant-Man. Like, of course. Like, yeah, sure, there's some uncanny valley stuff, but, like... No, for the most part, I was, like... If it's oh, very yeah, tangible. No, yeah. yeah. And, like, when they're on that plant outer earth is that what it's called counter earth counter earth like everybody's wearing makeup yeah 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 That's i like great. that a lot yeah practicals for sure all yeah. practical like i, I would just say practical. i would literally just say the only part that looked like shit was the spacewalk okay well you can't really I, yeah but, it, but to james gunn's credit he did use the set he did use the production design and they were in they were in more sets so that they could contain it more so they didn't have to do cgi yeah right? yes. yeah yeah so yeah to him and he brought in like his trauma stuff too, man. Yeah. Like some of it's kind of gross. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, this is your yeah. this is your fucking trauma <laughs> room. It was showing. showing. It was showing. Trauma. Man. Like some like kids are gonna be scarred by some of this yeah. shit. But yeah, I thought it was very bittersweet. And there were a couple of surprises along the way. Yeah. And I do like the music. And oh, of course, the Neil soundtrack was were, fucking banger. The soundtrack as was bangers. As always. Like, it wasn't as uplifting as the other ones. No, but, but this the tracks that they this, chose. This movie wasn't an uplifting movie, right? Yeah. It was every, It was more of a, a come, coming to yourself. The only the only movie. track I don't need to hear anymore is Sabotage. It's, yeah. I, I, it's been I, like seven like movies a, in a row. I'm, I'm, I'm done with Sabotage. We can put that one aside for now. Dog Days are over? You can, you can oh, that, that one can stay. No, that one. No, I see, I like that, that was that was one of the things out. I did. That was one of the it things that I so hated. Good, Florence though. and the Machine, you nah, cannot touch her. I she, did not like there's it. There's footage of her online crying, watching it. Oh, fucking course. It's it, it's, a nice bitter, it's a nice bitter. It's a nice bittersweet scene. Yeah, yeah. but like I fucking hate it was that perfectly song. placed. Also, do you do you feel like your family now? Obviously, yeah. Now that you can now that you can understand Groot. Yes, now that I can understand Groot, I I feel like someone in my theater was like, what? I was like, yeah, it's because you're part of the fam. It's clear what he's trying to get to. <laughs> Obviously. Yeah. It's still kind of jarring at first. Yeah, very jarring. 
I love you guys. What the fuck? <laughs> I like that it felt it was its own thing and it wasn't like Kang, Kang, Kang. Yeah, yeah. yeah it was the post credits or yeah. the mid credits and post credits were not. Yeah. Like it was its, it was its own very thing. It's self contained yep. in its own universe. In basically. its own universe, everybody got some sort of conclusion. Yeah. Nobody got done dirty, I don't yeah. think. Everybody got like some sort of ending. Yeah, and I mean, now that I'm thinking about it, just sort of backtracking, the, the first one definitely was interconnected because that had to do all with the, the Infinity Stone. That, that, yes, but it like kind of made sense because it, it, no, no, Nebula and I mean. Gamora yeah, yeah. were characters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not saying that. I was just trying to think of like all three of them, which ones were more connected than others. The first one was connected to the grander plan because it had to be. Because uh, they needed to introduce that stone as well, and Gamora and Nebula, because they were going to need them later. Um, the second one was contained. I remember it being pretty contained. It was, it it was contained. I watched, was I watched it before. And, I watched it yeah. before watching the third. Because I really want to yeah. see it again. Because I don't remember loving it. Um, I was just, I was just uh, about to say the movie. Hit, the movie's a lot better the second time. Yeah, I bet it is. I yeah. watched it. I think like six or eight times at the row when I was on a when I was on a cruise ship because it was the only thing that was playing on the fucking movie channel. Huh. And I kept well, no, it, it wasn't the only thing. It was a rotation of like four movies, but every fucking time I turned it on, it was <laughs> Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two. I'm like, fuck, all right, I guess I'm watching this again. Jeez, the chain, so, man, the chain. The chain. <laughs> it's that the only scene that really just sticks out as being the worst is that fucking ball toss scene. Um, but going back, but going back to Guardians, Guardians Three. Yep. Um, it was just so emotional, and like you, mm. you, you've built a connection to this band of misfits, mm. right? And you're there for them with them for the ride. So it is, it is almost like uh an end of an era, basically. Sure. And like I like, I like that. I like it, he how he subdues your expectations subverts subverts, subverts. Yeah. subverts your expectations right because sure. all through the movie i'm just like oh my god is this gonna happen is this gonna happen and he fucking does it every single time mm. um so hats off to him and yeah it was it was a complete mess total total the tone who the fuck knows what the tone is um heartbreaking and hilarious exactly I and guess. and violence? has I don't know. has one of the best fucking third acts in the MCU for sure, and mm. one of the best closers. Mm. Like, so. is Cosmo a good dog? Cosmo's always a good dog. Okay, all dogs. That are was good amazing. Dogs. That was amazing. She Can was we, really good. She was good. She was very good. Can we please just get Howard the Duck in? Yeah, I <laughs> love that Howard the Duck enough. showed up. Can we do it, please? <laughs> I love that Howard the Duck showed up. Just, I just, I just, I just need it. Without spoiling why I'm bringing this up, where was Star Lord's mask? Oh yeah, no, I have no idea. <laughs> no idea. Yeah, like it just—I was like, where the fuck is it? Unknown. And then you didn't see Ant Man, but in Ant Man, they literally like wear the mask for like three seconds and take it off. Three seconds, take it off. Yeah. it's like wear the fucking mask. Yeah, it's a yeah. mask. We know who's underneath and it. To that, to that, to that. What'd you guys think of Warlock? Adam Warlock. I was gonna oh, ask you guys. What you Will guys thought? Yeah, eyebrows. What'd you think? Uh, eh, it's fine. Really? Yeah. I thought he was one of the best parts. I thought he was yeah. fun. I know a lot of people are kind of like, 
let down that he wasn't like a badass type oh. thing. Well, I, didn't I, I that, think he was but... a badass. I think he did. He did well. He did, yeah, but there yeah, were a couple yeah, of parts where he looked very serious. I'm like, yeah. oh, okay, <laughs> take it down. down. <laughs> take it down. Take it down a notch. I take really, li- I really liked him. I liked his. I liked his arc, and I like. Uh, I just like Will Poulter. Like my my favorite character in the entire movie. Our girl Karen Gillan as Gamora as uh, I was going to say Gamora Nebula. Nebula. Yeah, no, she, she had so much more to do in this it. one too. Oh, man, oh my she god, it. she killed she it. fucking rocked. She led it. Yeah. She led. She led. She led the ship for sure. Oh yeah, like, she was so fucking good in this. Yes, yeah, that I will agree with. She was 100%. so fucking good in this. And then because I already mentioned her, Zoe Saldana as Gamora. She yeah. just like recreates Gamora. Recreates like, an entire new character. Yeah, I was really different. impressed with that too. She does so well. She does well as well. Yeah. Like, I think the only one who kind of like gets undercut a bit uh, was Drax. He didn't get as much emotional heft as the previous Mm, films. I don't think. Yeah, and they were just kind of like, oh, and now we've solved your all of your issues. And then Mantis. Yeah, I think Mantis was the only one that was actually done dirty. Yeah, they needed more for her. I really didn't like Chris Pratt. I like that they didn't focus on Chris Pratt. Like, yeah, yeah. Because, but like in the beat, like he he started off really, really shitty. Like I did not like how he was yeah. how he was playing it. He was. Uh, I think that comes back to James Gunn trying to undo what was done to his character. Yeah, that's fair. Um, that makes sense. I think. Which I think when you look at the entirety of the movie, by the time you get to the end, you're like, oh, okay, we're fine again. But yeah, because I think that no, beginning by, is by, him by, trying by to time, undo by, that. By shit. the time you hit the end, it's like okay, like yeah. he, he he turns it around, but just just Chris. Pratt's performance was mm, like okay. it was very like he had to like work his way up mm. kind of thing right because like at, at the start like I was like wow I really don't like this yeah like it was it wasn't that great but then it started it starts the performance off. of his career man he in this puts movie? in the he puts in like the best work of his career here there are certain so. scenes where he's putting for sure but I'm just saying I'm just saying the beginning that's I fine I will like give it. you I, I like that it wasn't. Way, he had to work his way up. I like that it wasn't focused on him. Yeah, yeah. obviously that I agree with. That I, I like that it for wasn't sure. focused on that they pulled the focus from him. Yeah, I like and that they made I did it. like the elevator scene where he summarizes Infinity War and Endgame. Yeah, yeah. their their arc in Infinity yeah. War and Endgame. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I think James is right. It's probably James Gunn kind of undoing because I know he wasn't thrilled with some of the choices. Yeah, he did not like it. Yeah, and I know he wanted to kill Gamora in Volume Two, and they're like, no, no. You can't do that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You wanted that taken care of already. And now he got saddled with this whole other story that he has to work through. And you know. yeah. Eh. I think he did a good job. Like, yeah. I also think they did a pretty good job in the other films of kind of like keeping with his tongue in cheek tone. Like, yeah, it's not yeah, perfect. Yeah, yeah. You're like, you're not like, okay, yeah, James Gunn wrote that. But like, yeah. They do enough to like integrate the tone of the Guardians into yeah. the larger avengers tone yeah but do you think this is the best trilogy in the mcu hmm it's up there for sure trying to think of all of them i think it's the most complete i would say the most complete yeah that's fair yeah and i think it's the most consistent the others, I think, had to rely on other films that weren't their own in order to have a complete trilogy. I'm thinking like Iron Man. Well, at the, the end only... of Iron Man, he gets rid of the suits. And yeah. then like the next movie is like Avengers and he's like, suited up suits. again. Yeah. <laughs> the only yeah. other one that I would say would give it a run for its money is Captain America. But Captain America is is uneven in that 
the first one is is very weak but and well, then the, the third, third, and the one third one's Avengers basically Light. an, an Avengers yeah, Avengers 2.5 yeah. yeah yeah i like the first one i like the first the, one a lot more now the fucking uh oh when he's uh He's doing the USO tour. Yeah. The, the, oh, the Star yeah. Spangled Man. Star, yeah, that Star part. Spangled. That part's awesome. Yeah. yeah. No, yeah, I like that. And yeah, I, I like that none of us put Thor anywhere up near the top. No. <laughs> and definitely not Ant Man. <laughs> and not Ant Man. Absolutely not. Yeah, yeah. I guess it's one of the best. I just I don't know. I'm at a point of uh, we'll we'll wrap it up and, and we'll get on to our other things, but I'm at a point of I think pure absolute Marvel fatigue that nothing nothing marvel puts out is doing it for me anymore and it's just that's a me thing i'm not saying it's a them thing i, I think it's just a, i don't think it's, it's just a you thing no like, i'm sure there's the more that are like me but yeah telling you this no but I'm, i think this is a little bit a little bit of their better better end i, I haven't I, yeah. i've been i've been definitely like getting fatigued with you as well but i think yeah. this is like kind of like well, a like return I, to form yeah and as i said like it, it was fine like yeah. I, i'm not saying i fucking hated it i want my two and a half hours back no absolutely not i yeah I enjoyed it for what it was and I thought it was fine. I, I liked it. I don't love it. I don't hate it. I mean, I it, was, really, it was messy. I really, I thought it was very messy, but I really, really liked it. And I thought it was, I thought it was a beautiful kind of like swan song. Sure. Mic drop. Sure. And I'll I like, watch it again. I'll watch it again. I like that James Gunn managed to do all three. Yeah. But they brought him back yeah. for it. Yeah. They let him do it. They let him do it and they let him like do what he wanted. Yeah. So, but yeah, brutally violent. The animal abuse was a little much. It's and a, like the reactions to the animals yeah, were a lot. Yeah. But it was much more polished than Ant Man was. And it's one of the better ones in the last little bit. For sure. Yeah. For Definitely. sure. But I also think it's also a low bar to clear. I know. But I also think <laughs> to yes. the fatigue point, it's yeah. kind of like I think people are gonna be are gonna miss out on it. Or oh, are gonna yeah, maybe. Like, actively skip it because uh, well, the rest of the yeah. shit like eh. and it doesn't have a connection to the bigger story yeah right yeah whereas i'm i well i would rather continue to seek out these ones instead of the fucking bigger story shit i'm done with yeah. the bigger story nonsense exactly and i'm hoping what's his name has his trial this week yeah i'm hoping whatever comes out of that trial they just pivot and they just change their plans yeah and they just stick with like smaller stories like this you don't need a bigger thing you did no, it already you, you don't need you you're did not the, the thing you're not going to top fucking portals no you're not going to top not. it no never just, just do simple stuff yep anyway recommend yes recommend i recommend i also did, recommend it did you guys get the new oppenheimer trailer did not did no, not but i saw that it did come out today so i want to watch it it's so it's a good trailer it i saw it fucking looks good. really good incredible yeah, someone someone Can't made wait. a joke about a possible like end credit scene movie on Twitter today, and I almost <laughs> fell out of my seat laughing. It was like it was like pull in, it's the back of Einstein's head. You pan over his shoulder, and on a piece of paper he's written E equals, and then it just cuts to black and says Einstein coming soon. <laughs> Jesus! Well, Einstein's in the trailer. I know that's why. That's what the joke was about. It was just making it a fucking universe movie for fuck's sakes. Man, that's funny. It uh, looks very good. Yeah. Can't wait. Can't wait. I don't know if it's Barbie or that one. It's my most excited. I'm most excited. Oh, it's not for. the Flash? Barbie or <laughs> Oppenheimer. It's good. Or the new Spidey. Fast. Oh, yeah. 
Honestly, like Melissa family. Oh man, Melissa lost her mind during that trailer. She is she is so ready. Oh my god. I can't wait. I'm very excited that I get to watch that. Um anyway, Dave. So we're not doing some new blues, but you have two other things you want to talk about. Yes, I do. Uh no new blues this week. Uh if you haven't gotten your hands on the Texas Chainsaw Massacre uh second sight Blu-ray 4K yet, I don't know what the fuck you're doing. Um I just wanted to talk since we didn't really have a best mal worst, I just wanted to bring up two screeners that I recently watched. Sure. Uh so the first one you guys uh watched with me, it's uh for Sisu, mm. which is literally a Finnish thriller in English about a uh an older gentleman who's mining for gold runs into nazis and then spends the next 90 minutes destroying nazis Killing Nazis, <laughs> amazing and let me tell you it's business is a booming fuck. <laughs> fuck, it is, yeah. definitely delivers on its promise it is it, fucking yeah. awesome <laughs> there's only one thing there's only one thing this movie set out to do and it did it yeah it's like it. Some of the some of the better moments are in the trailer, but still, it's still a whole lot of fun. Yeah. yeah. And it's just very simplistic and just like shit gets real and just. Yeah. It it bugs me that they put some of those moments in the trailer, but I also understand why is because it's some random fucking Finnish movie that they had to sell somehow. So yeah, that exactly. makes sense. But makes sense. Uh, I would have loved to have been surprised by some of those. Yeah. But that movie fucked me in the face. Yeah. And it was awesome. And Tony, you fucked up a tiff. We missed it. Yeah. I don't know how I'll forgive you. It's fine. Was that that Tony scheduling snafu? It probably was. It probably was. Damn it, Tony. There's another one coming up in June that I think that... Could you imagine seeing that landmine come out of the fucking cloud and hit a guy and you would have had no idea that it was coming? Yeah. Oh my God. I probably would have lost my mind. Yeah. You would have said it was the best movie all year. (laughs) (laughs) Five out of five. Dave's waiting for the Criterion. Oh man. But it's definitely worth watching. Yeah. Uh, It's in theaters now. Limited really... More limited than fucking Guardians at least. Yes. It'll be on VOD within the next few weeks. If you have a chance to watch it in theaters... Bring fucking all your buddies, totally bring all your friends, it. bring your family. Just bring, grandma, fucking popcorn. bring grandma and grandpa. <laughs> it's very it's light on the plot, heavy on the violence. Yes. And who who doesn't love 90 minutes of nine of Nazis getting, getting what they fucking Nazi deserve? Every <laughs> single one of them. Non-fucking stop. Yes. <sighs> and then the last one, uh Blackberry, uh, the new Matt Johnson joint uh that comes out this Friday. Yeah. Um Canadian film. It's about it's very uh, documentary style. It shot a lot. Like what it reminded me of is The Office. Mm, yeah. Like how like yes. the cam- they have yeah. like the camera in the background just kind of picking up what's happening. Yeah. And it, it would re- pan late or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. It reminded me a lot of that style of shooting, but it's about kind of like how Blackberry came to be yep. and then their rise and then their fall. Cataclysmic their, their fall. Cataclysmic fall. Yeah. And just like. Jay Baruchel is very good in it, and Glenn Howerton from Always oh, Sunny, yeah. he's unhinged. Amazing. Amazing. As Jim Balsley. I think it's Balsley. Balsilly. Balsilly. Yeah. Balsilly. And he's just, he's fucking unhinged. Like yeah. he brings, like when Dennis is yelling on Always Sunny, it's that for two hours. Amazing. <laughs> I love it. And he's just, he takes no shit from anybody, and it's incredible. He's, he's so good. And the movie is just, it's riveting. Yeah, yeah. It's ri- like literally they're just talking about parts yeah. of the BlackBerry yeah. or like, and he's like, "You gotta make me a fucking prototype yeah. by tomorrow," and it's yeah. fucking thrilling to watch. Yeah, 
amazing and even though you know blackberry goes to shit of it's course. still fucking thrilling to watch yeah. and it's oh, man. it's very well done and yeah matt I'm johnson so knocks it out of the park and just yeah you need to see this one not I'm just because so it's not just because it we all love canadian cinema here at no, finger but, guns but like yeah. it's just a fucking great movie yeah yeah absolutely yeah so definitely seek that out it. seek out sisu yes because cinema is like, back. It's cinema's back, baby. Cinema's back. Cinema's back. I love it. I love it so much. So with that, we're going to wrap this bad boy up. Yeah, I think so. I think uh, uh, my We've voice talked kinda, for a while. Yeah, I had uh, I had strep throat last week and it was hard to talk and it's getting hard to talk now. So, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty yeah, much that's done. Fine. This isn't this isn't cough fest featuring Dave and Tony today. So this is fine. Um, You're welcome. Thank you. Um <laughs> Yeah, so thanks everyone. That's a whole bunch of hot dogs. That's Guardians of the Galaxy and then the Sisu and Blackberry, which I'm very, very excited for all of these. Yes. Yes. And not excited for Tony's Shutter move. And yeah, well, we we just we leave after black out of this. Whatever the fuck it was. Was it after black? I thought it was from, from black. From black. That's from it. Black. Whatever. Something black. black. Um the blackening. That was what you were talking the about. Black, right? The blackening. I do want to see that too. It's a good oh. one. It's gonna be a good one. Anyway, thanks everyone for listening. We'll be back again in two weeks. As usual, we got lots more fun shit planned and lots more to get through. Uh, I am James. Big Tasty Tony B. And Dave. We love you all. Thanks so much for listening. Bye-bye.